And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome everyone to the show. Jeanette Byro here. Thank you so much for joining me as we embark on new stories, new energies for 2024. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. So I hope that your January is starting off in a positive note uh, with a bang, but a good bang, I will say. Uh, Something that is really propelling you forward to help you step into the new you because that is so much this the energy this year we have finished those 100 years worth of condensed growth in the span of four years and now we're in the new phase and this is a massive new phase that is going to reveal itself in more and more and more ways throughout the year so I really hope that you are feeling this new energy really working with you and you're feeling it come from within. And I say that because I really hope that the energy of 2024 for you helps you uh, really blossom into exactly who you are at the core, that you get to express your full essence of being. And that might happen step by step. Some of you might just crack it right open. Regardless, I hope that That is the energy that you're in for 2024, and you keep following that, following that heart purpose, that heart passion, that that thing that sometimes we can't put a label to that beckons us to go further, to keep going, to dive deeper, to expand our horizons, whatever that may be. I really hope you're feeling that this year and getting into that energy. So getting to the topic of today's podcast, this was one question from the Q&As, and I wanted to save this one for podcast because it really does deserve more information than just a quick little snippet. And so I'm going to read you the entire question, and then we're going to break it down. So the question was, why is human life important? Or why is Earth, like the planet, important? We keep coming back to learn and reach higher spiritual levels, but to what end? Once we reach the highest level, does our soul become a guide? Again, for what purpose? What is the ultimate goal to keep humans around on earth forever? Or is planet earth more important than the humans on it? Again, this is a beautiful pondering. And I love where this question just kind of grows and evolves and expands because these are great questions. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you everything that I have in terms of information on this, and then I'm also going to open my energy to the guides to come through and share if they have specific pieces as we go along. So this really is going to be a journey in this answer. And so again, I really want to thank you so much for asking it, and I really hope all of you listening gain a lot from this. So first of all, let's start with planet Earth. So planet Earth is absolutely important. Now, not only is planet Earth important because it is slated to be a planet that 
is able to sustain life enough that this life can step up into the galactic level of connections within the universe, meaning the earth is now meant to be a foundation, um, a host planet for galactic level communications within the universe. And we need the humans on the planet to get up to that level of consciousness because the earth itself has so much to offer. And so it's the humans on it, which have become quite dominant, that need to get into that understanding that they are a part of a galactic community. Now, that's just one aspect of it. But the other aspect that Spirit showed me a little while back, which I thought was fascinating, was one of the other reasons why Earth is so important within the galaxy and then within the universe is that our planet hosts what could be like a USB drive of galactic memories. So planet Earth is kind of like a USB drive for the Milky Way galaxy, meaning it it's a storehouse for memories and knowledge on a planetary galactic level. So if Earth was to be destroyed, it would be like losing a really, really important USB drive or a hard drive, whatever that may be, whatever size. It's huge. But Earth, the they keep showing me in my mind right now, the heartbeat, the essence of planet Earth, Mother Gaia, is where that hard drive is held. And so those memories, that information, we could almost maybe look at it too, like the Akashic records in a way. Earth holds those specific records in a very tangible, frequential way, like in its frequency, for the entire Milky Way galaxy. So it's really important, which is why not only do other civilizations of ETs, even interdimensional beings, those beings of the higher planes, not only are they wanting to help humanity raise their consciousness because humans are now slated to be uh, galactic-level beings, but the Earth itself is such an important storehouse that they do not want to let it be destroyed. So when we worry about the idea of nuclear wars and the planet blowing itself up, uh, you know, like there have been themes of solar flash, the great solar flash, a meteorite crashing into Earth and obliterating the Earth. All of that actually doesn't benefit the greater cosmic connections. And so that's why there are many different civilizations trying to ensure that planet Earth is held safely. And so that's why there are many different stories of how ETs have intercepted different nuclear things or shut down nuclear reactors when they've been activated, whether purposely or by accident. They have neutralized different bombs because the effects of that on the bigger scale based on the hard drive that Earth carries uh, is cataclysmic for much more than just the Earth. Now also, an, an event like that, the ripple, the energetic ripple would be also very drastic and Spirit is saying very damaging for our entire solar system, but it would also ripple out into the Milky Way galaxy as well. So they're saying an explosion of Earth with a magnitude of actually blowing it up would have dire consequences, energetically speaking, throughout the Milky Way galaxy even. And they're showing it to me like a nuclear bomb when we've seen those videos of the bomb going off and the massive energy expulsion that happens. That level would happen through the universe and be very destructive. So Earth is very, very important. It is, um, Spirit is now saying that we could view Earth like 
Okay, beautiful. They're saying we could look at earth like a vital organ within a body. And if you destroy that organ, it makes it very difficult for that body to sustain itself without another being the replacement. And at this time, there isn't a sufficient replacement to earth. Which is interesting because I know spirit and even scientists have been talking about a lot of different planets and host planets that are very similar to earth, but they're saying earth is so unique in its frequential nature that destroying it would have dire consequences, such as destroying an organ in your body would have dire consequences. So very interesting. So then the next part of the question then is why is human life important? Well, human life is very, very interesting. The spirit world really, really admires and wants to support those that choose to come in for human life because of how challenging it is. Earth existence within 3D is a very polarizing experience. I know many of you listening have had your own experiences in that, and you're probably nodding your head and being like, "Mm mm-hmm, absolutely. And it's very true. And the beautiful thing about that, though, is that Earth life also provides massive soul growth and learning. So when a soul decides to come in to have a human existence, they actually are, are gaining so much more wisdom, ascension, all of that kind of stuff than others that don't choose to come in. It's like joining an intensive group class or joining, you know, like boot camp training, or um, it would be kind of like, you know, if you're trying to take your four years of university and you content, condense it into two years, that's a massive workload on your shoulders. It's going to take a lot out of you, but you're also going to accomplish so much more in a shorter amount of time. Because when we look at a soul lifetime, a human lifetime is like in one breath of the soul lifetime. And so if in one breath we can gain so much knowledge and information, it is really highly valued. At the same time, spirit also knows how much that can take out of us. And so if we go back to kind of the boot camp training, say for the Marines, earth life sometimes can take everything out of somebody that they can't accomplish everything they want. And like, you know how the Marine training, they ring that bell when they can't go on anymore. Um, Oftentimes people will ring that bell and then choose to try and come back and then come back again and come back again to try and accomplish the various lessons they want. Other souls uh, may go through the training several different times, but continue to grow in their experiences on earth, still choose to come back. But every time they come back, they're taking on a bigger journey different journey so that by the time they move on from incarnating on earth, they then have this beautiful basket and bounty of wisdom that they've gained from all of their experiences. Now, the other thing with human life is within this polarization, we have the opportunity within our lifetimes to experience bounty, happy lifetimes, abundant lifetimes, successful lifetimes. We also have the opportunity to experience challenging lifetimes, non-bountiful lifetimes, lifetimes where things just don't go our way. And again, all of this helps to give our soul wisdom, helps to balance karmas. Also, at the root of it, spirit is like, focus on the root, focus on the root. The root of it is all of these lessons are to also help teach us conscious choice. And that in any situation, we have an aspect 
of conscious choice. And sometimes that aspect is very big and there are many options that we can choose from. And sometimes our only choice is the mindset we have about the situation or how to survive the situation or what we're going to do because of it. So there's a wide range of what those choices are, but in every moment we get to choose whether something breaks us or makes us stronger. If we're going to learn something from the experience or if we're going to let the experience squash our heart, our spirit. And I say that very cautiously because it's not meant to be said in a very flitting, lighthearted way that, you know, no matter what happens, just choose what you want. Like, yes, that's the theory. But there are some very, very deep, dark human experiences that to simply consciously choose to shift your perspective is not an easy task. It can be done, but it is not easy by any means. It takes grit and it takes willingness to dive deep and it takes support. And so it's through all of this, though, that we really get to learn and grow as humans. And that is the value of human life because humans come in with emotions and there are a lot of ET races and higher realm beings that don't have the same emotional nature that humans do. And some races actually really value the emotional aspect of humans, even though it is a lot because we have the high happy ones and then the lower heavy ones. But the key thing is, is this this value in it, this growth in it. And so that's something that I really want to, I really want to mention because it is important for us to know that human life is so very much important because of the growth that comes from it, although it's not easy. Now, the other thing I want to actually, I'll just kind of bring this into the next question, which is we keep coming back to learn and reach higher spiritual levels, but to what end? Once we reach the highest level, does our soul become a guide? Again, for what purpose? So simple answer, yes. Simple answer. However, there are many pathways to that as well. So we keep coming back, yes, absolutely, to learn and reach higher spiritual levels, but like I said, also to balance karmas, to grow in wisdom, to experience polarities, full circle things. And and what I mean by that is somebody may have a lifetime where they are very much in the trenches with the experience of, say, cancer. And to us, we see them lose their battle with cancer and perhaps at a younger age. But what can often happen is that soul will have that experience in that lifetime only to come back in the next lifetime and have a significant role in cancer treatment, cancer awareness. They may be a doctor that comes in and revolutionizes a treatment. Uh, Some of the doctors now and scientists that are finding that certain light therapy and sound therapy are actually essentially blowing up cancer cells, many of them may have had life experiences before in a different lifetime of cancer. And what it did is it ignited something so deep within them that they wanted to come back again and make a difference in it, right? So there's, there's value in our experiences and how and why we choose to come back. Now, once we reach the highest level, does our soul become a guide? Um, yeah, very often. And it doesn't always have to be a super high level. You could have, I mean, everything is possible on the other side. Most often, I will say the answer is yes, we need to reach a certain level in order to be able to come back as a guide and have enough soul wisdom to truly be a guide. If we haven't been to earth many times, it's really hard to be a lifetime guide 
who is trying to help them move through earth, right? Like if we're a different guide pertaining to a certain concept or like if we use the light and sound therapy for cancer cells, you may have an ET guide who hasn't been on earth many times at all, but they're coming through giving you insights of advanced technology. Whereas your lifetime guide, the one that walks with you from the moment you're born to the moment you pass, they need to be someone who has had many earth experiences so that they can really understand what is needed to help guide you through this journey. So that being said, though, there are also cases where people will switch back and forth with their lifetime guide of who is guiding who and what lifetime. So it's often, it's quite common that I've seen in readings where somebody's lifetime guide says, you know, they were my guide in the last lifetime and it was my turn to be their guide in this lifetime. And so we kind of switch back and forth. Um, so it really, it really depends. There is no concrete rule on that, but in order to be a guide, one needs to have a certain level of knowledge or expertise to benefit the person they're guiding. So something interesting to consider. Okay. And then with the next part of the question is what is the ultimate goal to keep humans around on earth forever? Um, hmm. I'm going to actually just tune into spirit here. So one sec, I'm just going to ask the guides. Okay. Yeah. So they're saying evolution. It is all about evolution. It is the, the levels that, yeah, fair. They're showing me there are certain levels that a planetary consciousness. And when I say planetary consciousness, I mean the planet and the beings on the planet like that whole ecosystem of a planet. There are certain levels that a planetary consciousness needs to move through in order to reach a level of ascension. And so humans are absolutely needed on this planet to reach that level of energetic independence so that they can become a part of this galactic level. And humans are, are slated for that right now. Like we are slated to be in this energy right now. So I do feel that humans will stay on this planet for a long time. Uh, it is a very cohesive relationship when we, in general, uh, the human collective, values the planet. So if we keep pillaging the planet, we are not helping this cohesive unit. Um, but there are many, many people on the planet and many organizations that are working for the betterment of that planetary bond of honoring mother earth and the resources and all of that. And so earth will continue to be a school for evolution and growth. However, it is going to be stepping up into a higher level of evolution. And that is a lot of what the last four years was about was speeding up that ascension process, which is why many of you listening to this have significantly opened your minds and your hearts to more whether it be intuitive abilities, spiritual gifts, just thinking outside the box, new initiatives, looking at the world differently, your perspective, all of that. That's connecting to all of it. And so this is a really valuable thing. And so I really feel like we are moving in the right direction. And many of you, um, I was just asking my guides if they had a percentage of how many of us are gonna come back again. And they said that's a hard percentage to give because it is very individualized. So um, I will put it this way. 
Some of you will continue to come back to earth, either for your own karmic lessons, your own desires for for soul learning as the earth grows in its ascension as well. Others of you may move on to different places. Others of you may choose to be a guide for those on earth. And all of that is really based on our individual journey of where our soul needs the growth and the lessons and, and what we feel passionate about doing. And so there's a, we're at a really beautiful place. We've reached this re- really beautiful benchmark, Spirit is saying, in our growth and ascension. And although sometimes it might not look like it, we have come a long way in the last four years, and we've actually hit a higher benchmark than what was kind of um, what Spirit was thinking four years ago. We actually reached more, meaning more and more of you opened up and expanded. And so that's a beautiful thing. So I hope that helps explain some of these concepts. I think this was a beautiful question again, so thank you so much for asking it. I hope you realize that in all of this, you matter. And I know I say this often, but I really believe we all need to hear it, that you matter, who you are, the choices you make in a day, the choice to be kind and open a door, the choice to start a new initiative, whatever that may be, the choice to listen to somebody, offer a helping hand, set a boundary to energies that no longer serve you. All of those things create ripples that feed into the collective pot of what is possible. So when you continue to open your mind, you make it more possible for other people to do so. And that's just kind of that law of energy. So keep putting your heart out, shining your light bright and following that pull that guides you to something more because it is leading you to something so much more And it is in alignment with your soul's desire of why you're here. So I will leave that with you. Thank you as always so much for joining me on the podcast. I'm so grateful. Uh, I do want to say for those of you that are wanting to dive deeper into some mentorship opportunities with me, definitely check out avalonspirit.com. I have three options that you can connect into learning your own gifts. If 2024 is calling you to dive into your own gifts and abilities, there are three ways you can do that. One is a once a month, uh, tune in, tune up with me where it is an open group. It'll be all on Zoom and we will take that hour to tune in, practice our intuitive gifts, whatever that may be. I will bring spirit in with me. It's a lot of fun, safe place for you to start practicing what you see, hear, and feel. Uh, if you want to take it a step further and really dive in, I have a all levels once a week for 16 sessions. So that's four months worth where we dive in once a week closed small group anywhere from five to 10, I believe 10 or 12. And we will sit once a week in the same group and tune in, tune into whatever information spirit brings through. I'll bring through opportunities of how you can learn and grow that for you. It's a lot of fun. It's how I really grew my skills as a medium. And so I absolutely love sitting in circle. Uh, That will be on Zoom as well. And then the last one is also on Zoom and it is the same idea as the all levels, but it is advanced. And so if you are already a working medium, working psychic, um, if you are already, you know, strongly intuitive or confidently intuitive, you do not need to be the best, have it all figured out by any means. But if you know you have a connection, that is when you would maybe want to jump into is the advanced again, once a week. 16 sessions. It's a lot of fun and I cannot wait to dive in with all of you. So definitely jump on the opportunity. There is a sale until January 22nd 
and there are people already filling up the spot. So if you're feeling a draw to that, check out avalonspirit.com under Lightworker Mentorship. And I absolutely look forward to working with you and connecting to spirit with you and all of us growing. So I will leave that with you and I will see you all next week. Have a good one.